Good morning from Jeffrey Specialist Sales, Mark Howden from Consumer. Uh, Imperial numbers not so good. Uh, volume saw support, but price mix is a shocker uh, and guidance is all over the place. Looks like a 3% downgrade XFX for consensus for the year. Um, everyone sort of expected something slightly better due to stockpiling. Uh, they've cut the dividend finally by a third. Uh, and they expect a larger coronavirus hit in half two. It's not a great release. Stock's going to be down on this. Greencore half one below our estimates, and I think below consensus. Sales flat versus us plus one. EBITDA's a 10% miss. Uh, full year guidance remains suspended, and the strongly negative sales trend early in fiscal half two look in line with our recent views. Elsewhere, Diageo, according to the press, are thinking about buying in United Spirits. Remy is downgraded at Goldman. The short band comes off and we don't like L'Oreal, Perno or Remy. Uh, and Casual Dining Group has filed notice of intent to appoint administrators, making us think no V-shaped recovery. Hi, it's Alex Turner on the discretionary stocks. In luxury, as Milan reopens today, we remind of our concerns on Europe. Brands here are generally overstored in a region that we think could become increasingly irrelevant given the lack of travellers going forward. We estimate currently around 40% of sales generated are to visitors, two-thirds of these are to Asians. We do believe Asia-Pac will save the sector in 2020, but are concerned that Europe's poor health is here to stay. In sporting goods, worth noting the feeler results out, they were overall dragged down by a poor performance of the golf brand Akushnet, but interestingly, Fila Korea and China were both less impacted than expected with higher margins. Q2, they're picking up nicely in both regions. As the short sales ban is lifted today, a reminder that our underperformed recommendations in Europe are Casino, Ferragamo and Todd's. And today we hear from Banque de France and also for Walmart for another read across to our holders. Bonjour from Industrios, this is Bruna. A lot of excitement over Delta Airlines' June schedule, even though Q2 capacity is still where Delta said it would be. The June schedule is significantly greater than that for May, and Delta has implemented a policy of capping seating between 50 and 60% to ensure customer spacing on all aircraft. This fits with Delta's statement at Q1 stage that it believes passenger would pay a premium for safety. May's schedule was updated since first publication and would imagine the same happens in June. Watching that evolution will be important. Also wanted to flag two notes from U.S. analyst for automotive technology, David Kelly, one monthly called Plugged In EV Data, where he goes through data on all uh, global EV hybrid sales, affordability, emissions, and other electrification metrics. And one called Ignition, where he goes through key themes likely to impact the space on the back of gradual ramp up. Good morning from Mark Hoffler in Resources. Lots of focus this morning on the lifting of short sale bans in Europe. As general themes, I think European steels, ex-metal and Thyssen, and European oilfield service subsectors look most vulnerable. And uh, specific names that stand out to me would include Technique, where we recently uh, downgraded to underperform with the €5 euro price target, as well as Valorec, uh, where we have a hold recommendation and a €95 euro cents price target, and maybe even Tenaris, uh, which again we downgraded recently to hold, and where we have a €6.40 price target. Oil prices uh, still very much in focus, uh, and front month Brent holding gains from yesterday up to around $35 a barrel this morning. I think that is still reflecting an oil market which is rebalancing and so uh, less bad even if $35 is not a great level for the sector. 
Good morning, it's William Bevington from Jeffrey's TMT Special Sales. So a couple of things to highlight this morning on the telecom side. First of all, I had a very good meeting last night with Christian Kern, the new head of Telefunder Deutschland. If you'd like to compare notes on that, then please let us know. That meeting was hosted by Ulrich. And then Jerry is highlighting this morning that Telecom Italia, so Tim has reported uh, results of Q1 revenues down 2.1%, EBITDA down 0.4% versus consensus. Also, importantly, net debt is 2.5% below consensus. Domestic revenues, 1.7% and EBITDA, 1.3% versus consensus, respectively. Most importantly, however, Tim has received a binding offer from an infrastructure investor for a significant minority stake in the entity that holds its 33.2% stake in Inwit. Again, this is a binding offer. The offer value has not been disclosed, <clears throat> Excuse me, but we note that half of that stake is worth 1.5 billion euros at least. Good morning from Healthcare. A Sonova results out this morning uh, with slightly better metrics versus consensus. I'd argue relatively uh, unsurprising given that we know about the marble uh, momentum that was flagged uh, six months ago at the half year uh, and also COVID having a relatively limited impact in the full year given the timing of the end of the close. Uh, guidance has been withdrawn. We've known that already, so that's unsurprising. But uh, a little bit of incremental positive news as cash comes in as Cochlear loses its patent appeal. We've also moved Novartis onto our franchise pick. Uh, we're over 3% ahead of consensus from 21 Beyond, driven by existing launch products. And we think uh, new products such as Pictray and Oftumumab can also help drive upside. And with the stock trading at over 10% discount versus the peers with better growth, we think the stock is undersold and it's materially underperformed. The, issue, the question is, uh, what's the catalyst to turn the, cha- uh, the sentiment around? Going from Jeffrey's Financial Specialist Sales, Tuesday 18th, a um, couple of big news items today. The top of the bill is the EU, or should I say France and Germany, putting together a strong proposal to um, jointly finance a 500 million uh, eurozone recovery fund. It's something that's been kicked around the market for several weeks now, but it does look like this could uh, make the light of day. But the fact that it's going to come from jointly funded sources out of the EU budget is the key point from a Eurozone perspective. This will drive a rally in risk assets, as we're already seeing with uh, the move in uh, Italian BTP spreads. On the stocks, it was a very strong four-month statement from Julius Baer. It's exactly what we're looking for. Indeed, it was even better with gross margins way beyond the top of the market at 95 bips. Good asset performance, good uh, cost income at 64%. That's stunning. That's five points ahead of our estimate. Very clear that April was an absolute bouncing month uh, for performance and activity levels. It reads very well for UBS too.